You're listening to the Weekly Buzz, brought to you by electricianslibrary.com, where we're building the world's largest online informational resource for the electrical trades, including product videos, data sheets, stories, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash electricianslibrary, and follow us on Twitter at electriclibrary. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Weekly Buzz. Uh, Buzz Nation, this is episode 16 and uh, got something special for you today. Uh, Going to be bringing on a, uh, a guest host today, our guest co-host, whatever you want to call it. A uh, really good friend of mine, I'll get to introducing him in a minute. But uh, just want to give, uh, give a quick reminder to run over to electricianslibrary.com and uh, you know, check out the site there if you haven't checked it out. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. You know, all the all the usual good uh, uh, social media sites. So before we uh, before we uh, get going into all this, um, the last couple of episodes, I have uh, thrown down a couple of uh, Instagram shoutouts to some of my new friends on uh, on the Insta. And so I just want to I just want to do that right now to a couple of new followers that I uh, I appreciate uh, appreciate you throwing some love my way. So the first one that you can check out is a Westchester TV installation, and I believe it's I believe their Instagram is Westchester underscore TV underscore uh, installation, and. Uh, I was just checking them out, and uh, one of the one of the cool pictures that I saw on there was uh, they've got one of their installers has put a TV mount on the wall, and to prove how uh, to prove how strong the uh, mounts are, he's hanging on it. So it looks like they're doing some pretty good uh, pretty good stuff out there. So uh, if you're in the area, Check them out, but uh, if nothing else, go uh, go follow them on Instagram, Westchester underscore TV underscore installation. Um, and then the next one that I wanted to throw out there was for Limelight Security. Uh, thanks, guys, for for uh, checking me out and following me. Um, there's a simply Limelight Security, L-I-M-E-L-I-G-H-T Security. Um, looks like they're still working on getting some good content up there. But uh, nevertheless, give them a follow, give them some encouragement, and uh, yeah, thanks for following me, guys. Much appreciated. <clears throat> so today, let's get into uh, let's get into the show. Today, I have got uh, one of my best friends, slash colleagues, slash business partners, slash uh, <laughs> you name it, uh, who's going to be uh, joining me today, and we're going to try a little bit of a new format, doing the. Uh, Doing the co-hosting, two of us uh, having a having a just a conversation about a topic instead of um, you know me just sitting here talking into the microphone and you guys <laughs> getting bored if if that's happening out there. So, anyways, I'm going to introduce you right now to my good friend John Muir, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Well, hello, Buzz Nation. Uh, my name's John. John and John, that's easy to remember. And uh, 
no, known John for a long time. I work with John. Uh, we deal with electrical contractors all day, so uh, kind of been getting into that the last few years, and I've uh, been listening Which to John's podcast. Which we love you guys podcast. out there. What's that? <laughs> Which we love you guys out there. That's right. <laughs> a shout out to all of you for listening. That's, that's great. That's right. Uh, so yeah, just excited to be here and, and uh, co-host this show. That's right. And hopefully, uh, you know, we may make this a permanent thing if, you know, barring any time <laughs> restraints, of course, because it does, it does take a little bit of time to put this stuff together. So anyways, uh, just appreciate you coming on, John, and, and uh, helping out with the project and helping it grow. So I'm excited. I think it's a good thing. Seems like you're getting a lot of attention and uh, helping a lot of people out. So yeah, it's it's pretty that's amazing. The goal, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's the goal, and um, I can't uh, I can't believe the you know the uh, response that we're getting already. You know, as of this recording, we're sitting at like fifty nine, a little over fifty nine hundred downloads with the uh, the podcast. I think we just got our four hundred and thirtieth like on Facebook. Uh, we got 149 followers on Instagram because I told you before we started that I had 148. <laughs> but uh, we'll just give another quick shout out to, uh, I guess you'd call it, oh, to Dylan Groves. He just gave us a like. So Dylan nice. Groves, you just became our 149th, and you actually became the third shout out for today. So if you're listening, thank you, Dylan. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That, yeah, it's uh, crazy. We can we can uh, visit with people all over the world now. Yeah, right here from our little offices yeah. on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even have to talk. Just you know, pull up on Instagram and talk to whatever. So it is. It's pretty pretty flipping cool. It is amazing. <clears throat> so, well, the topic today that uh, that we kind of want to talk to you guys about, and this is. Um, I thought this was kind of the perfect episode to bring John on for because uh, I don't know if any of you have, have gone back through one of the earlier blog posts on the site on electricianslibrary.com. I talked about um, distributors and uh, contractors, you know, becoming more partners than, you know, becoming customers and, you know, that kind of weird dynamic we've got there. And I guess one of the reasons that I that I decided to, to talk about this is uh, because, and John and I, we've both been on both sides of the counter. And it's, it's one of those where we've been on the buying side as contractors and we're on the uh, selling side as distributors now. And, you know, it's just one of those where, I don't know, have you seen this, John? There just seems to be some sort of weird dynamic that goes on between distributors and contractors and it's just, yeah you know it's it's almost like sometimes there's a competition between the two yeah i'm not sure why i mean that's not always the case and and uh certainly it's better when it's a partnership but yeah it seems like sometimes each side looks down upon the other i'm not sure why but. yeah it's it is it's kind of weird like uh you know that sometimes the distributors will look at the contractors. They they walk in and think, "Well, you're out there being the laborer, and you know we control your destiny by whether or not we give you parts or not." But then the con, <laughs> you know, the contractor will walk in and say, "Well, 
we control your destiny because if we don't want to buy from you, we'll just go to another store, you know? Yeah, and, you know, being on both sides of it, uh, I guess one of the things that I've noticed most recently, and and this may be somewhat true in my case because I've uh, been there less time than you and have a lot to learn still, but it seems like some, some of the contractors that come in uh, really do look upon you as uh, being inferior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in knowledge, I mean... You know, a contractor has to know a lot. We're dealing with people who are not only buying the parts uh, from us, but they're going out and installing them too, which we don't do. But then there's a lot of things that they don't do on the back end that uh, are, as you know, can be very stress-related. Stress so. Sure, absolutely. So I know there's behind-the-scenes things on both sides that are overlooked. Yeah, it it is. It's it's uh it's interesting. And one of the, you know, one of the biggest things that uh that kind of bothers me is um you know, I mean, and this works going up and down the line also, you know, but the whole price thing really kind of bothers me sometimes. And it's not just between, you know, distributor and contractor. But it goes from contractor, and because I know that, and all of you contractors out there, <clears throat> I've asked this question a couple of different forums, and a lot of you have have uh, given the exact same answer. And I'm I'm trying to work on a solution for this for you right now. But as a distributor, we hate to hear that you're going somewhere else just because of price, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we yep. hate to hear we hate to hear that. But then what I see, because I ask a question, what is the biggest problem that you see as an electrical contractor? And the biggest problem that you have stated, and I mean, I'm talking probably over 50 to 60 people have commented back that wow. your biggest problem as a contractor is the customer going to a cheaper contractor. Somebody mm -hmm. that, you know, they, they don't take your bid because... There is somebody else that's willing to do it for cheaper. Oh, that almost sounds like it's around the board then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, and it is. And then so they're 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 getting it. They're getting kind of hosed on the pricing on their end, and so they're having to lower their prices to keep the work. But at the same time, they they're trying to get cheaper prices on their parts so that they can still keep a good profit margin. So yeah, but huh, it, but you know, and then then the other funny thing is is. As you think about that more, so starts at the customer, and the customer goes to the cheaper contractor, and then the cheaper contractor goes to the cheaper distributor. Uh -huh. Well, then you've got distributors who they're not; they don't have any loyalty either, and so they're <laughs> just going to go to whichever vendor or manufacturer is going to give them the cheapest price, and the, which subsequently ends up being the cheaper product, you know. Which, you know, and we, and we see that a lot. Uh, it seems like people come in and they've they've been having problems with this or that, and you, you do a little probing and you find out that it really was cheap stuff that was put in and installed, or they've bought it and put it in, and, you know, it's not working nearly as well as they'd anticipated. And you really do get what you pay for. It's, I mean, that's, that's true. That's a true principle you, you, right there. I mean, and I bet ninety-five percent of cases, if not more, you get what you pay for. Absolutely, and I think you know. I think we all forget that sometimes. 
you know, we're all looking for a good deal, but I don't know. I don't know how you get around that. You know, I just, well, you do, you do. And then it, you know, it takes a couple instances like this and then you start going, eh, you know what? It might be worth the extra few bucks, you know, yeah. here and there. I guess if you're doing that a lot, then maybe it adds up and I can see that, but boy, if you're having to go back and replace something, uh, you're paying for the part twice. Well, yeah, so. yeah, it ends up costing you a lot more money. So, anyways, as we, as I kind of thought about this um, a couple of months ago and put this put this uh, post together, I came up with a few ideas, I guess, um, for both for both sides, not just. Um, not just for contractors and not just for um, distributors, but for both so that, uh, you know, it can kind of be an even thing, I guess. You know, we don't, we want both people to win. We don't want just the contractors to come out ahead and we don't want, uh, we don't want just the distributors to just make tons of money and, and really hurt the, uh, the contractors so let's start off with um some things that the that contractors can do to uh you know to kind of i guess create a little bit of loyalty or you sure know, i mean yeah. you know loyalties far and few between these days and you know and that's one thing that uh, it's it's so nice down at work as we're selling parts when certain people come in and you just know that they're loyal to you. Right. And that doesn't mean necessarily they're not shopping other places because, you know, one distributor can't carry everything. You know, there, there are certain brands that maybe they're using on breakers or whatever the case may be that they just can't get it all from us. But it's so nice when people come in and they're, you know, we try to treat them fairly and they're treating us fairly and it, it really is a good partnership. So Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's good that you bring that up. So the partnership, you know, pick a partner. That that would be the first thing, you know. Who do you jive with? You know, which supply house do you kind of jive with more than the others? You know, who has the salesman that you, you know, really like to deal with? You know, and do their terms, you know, do their terms meet up with what you're, what you're really looking to do with your business? Well, and, you know, and I see that, uh, I see a couple things that are, at least it comes to mind as you're uh, bringing this up, that a lot of times it really is a salesman. You know, certain people just uh, mesh well with other other people, and so you get a good relationship with a salesman, and, and uh, that can go a long ways, especially if that salesman's catering to you and trying to, you know, provide some added value value services that maybe aren't aren't coming from another salesman. You yeah, know. Are, they, are they taking care of you? You know, are they, I guess, yeah, I get it. just the courteous things, you know, they call in an order and you get right on it. They ask you to order something and bring it in that you don't have. They give you that chance. You get right on it. You, you do it, you know, and you'd be up front with them. You tell them this is, this is how long it's going to take. If there's charges associated with freight, you let them know that up front. Nothing's hidden. It's just out there in the open, and I guess yeah, transparency. Probably, yeah, exactly, transparent. exactly. Because I think that's probably one of the biggest things in 
it's hard sometimes, and I've I've found that myself. If things don't work out or not going to work out like you necessarily want them to, or they hope, sometimes it's hard to come come back to them and tell them that. Right, right. You, you fear that maybe they're going to look, you know, that's going to be a negative thing in their eyes. You know, you as a salesman that reflects on you. So, yeah, so, yeah. Pick a partner. Yeah, pick your partner. <laughs> You know, and you know, another thing, are they willing to do, are they willing to go above and beyond? And that's where the price thing really bothers me sometimes. You know, if you're picking a, a true partner, you know, sometimes you're going to pay a little more. That's just, that's just how it is. You know, like for instance, in the market that we're in, there's, there's a lot of times where you're going down on Saturdays, on Sundays, you've been called out at two o'clock in the morning before, you know, number of times I remember, uh, several times going down there in the middle of the night for people and and hopefully hopefully that's hopefully something they recognize some loyalty on it yeah but then it is disappointing when you find out that the for you know other distributors in town that aren't willing to do that they're going down there and buying a, you know a majority of their parts from them but they're taking advantage of you in the middle of the night yep because they and, know you have your phone on you and you'll go down for them so. Yeah, and so that makes that makes <laughs> at least me as a as a salesperson be a lot less hesitant or a lot more hesitant the next time they call to be willing to do that. So right, right. So number one, pick your partner, <clears throat> and we know we know that no no supply house can stock everything. It's just it's impossible. It's it, anyone that claims they can. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. And, that's, and that's funny because sometimes you get, you do get contractors come in and they give you a hard time about it. And <laughs> oh, down the street, you know, I'm going to yeah. go down the street. And this get would, it. this would be a great place for a supply house. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a common phrase we hear, you know. But yeah. then you find out they go down the street and they're getting told, "Well, we can have it for you tomorrow." So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, we can too. <laughs> yeah, we all can. Uh, you know, just the way it is. I mean. There's no warehouse big enough to stock everything no, that everybody wants. Absolutely so. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, so once you pick this partner, the next thing is you. The next thing that you need to do is you need to commit to these guys. You know, you you need to make a solid commitment uh, and decide you know exactly how much business you're going to give to them. You know, and since since we bring that up, that we know that we can't. No one supply house can supply everything. Can carry everything that you need. You know, decide. You know, am I going to give these guys 70% of my business, 80%, 90%? You know, you need to choose that horse and you need to ride them. You know, if you if you feel like you can give somebody 80% of your work, if they're if they're keeping enough stock on the shelf to, to give them 80% of that work, you know, do it. Commit well, you know, and that, and, and that reminds me, we, we it, it makes me think of one of our uh, contractors that uh, has flat told us, you know, we do. I think he said sixty-five to seventy percent. Yeah, yeah. Of what he was doing was with us, and I was grateful that he's told us that. And you know, maybe and maybe this is one thing that uh, the electricians out there don't realize is that you get somebody that's that's bringing that much business to you, that much of their business, and suddenly they end up on a better pricing matrix. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, so you're actually going to get better pricing from your distributor if you're willing to commit more to them because 
you're bringing in more business to them, and, and in turn, they want to treat you better. And that's what I was just going to say is you're building that relationship to where they're going to want to treat you better. You know Exactly. It's, it's not just it, – it gets to the point <clears throat> eventually where it's not just about getting that sale anymore. It's about no, treating. Yeah. It's about treating your friends the way that you would want to be treated. Exactly. Exactly. You. You, it, you know. It's a really. It's really a symbiotic relationship because. Yep. The more that the more that you help them out, the more they help you out. And if you go, if if that partnership is there, that friendship, it becomes a friendship. Yep. You know, you want each other to to succeed, so you're willing to help each other out, and you know they bring in a big job and and ask you to bid it out. Then you lower your price for them so that they have a chance of getting the bid. Maybe you don't make as much off of it, but you know what? They got the work that they wouldn't have had otherwise. And they gave it you to know? you. And they gave it to yeah, you. And so the next you. time that they go out and do do a bid job, and they they need they need to get the job, you help them out again. And you know, a lot of times it seems like there's there's times when they'll come back and say, you know what? This one you can charge a little more on it. They get right. to the point where they'll almost tell you, you know, yeah, this where, job's this tighter, need this to be. job yep. needs to be, you know, you're fine on this one to charge a little more. So, Yeah, so watch for that. Um, all you contractors out there, just watch, you know, watch for those opportunities. But the the only real way that this is, this that I can see anyways, that this can all really come to pass is, you know, is the third thing on this list is you need to sit, sit down and have that talk with your supply house, you know. Once you've decided, and it's not always an easy talk to have, you know, it's not easy to go in and, you know, maybe you don't have, maybe you have that relationship with the salesman, but not necessarily the manager. And it's not always easy to go in and say, okay, this is our plan. This is what we want to do. Because I've tried having this talk with some guys and a lot of times, you know, the contractor side of it, they don't even, don't really have a plan. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and that that's a struggle sometimes. You know, they don't really have a plan, but sit down and have that talk. You know, it, it, you can have the talk anywhere. I mean, it's not like it has to be in the office. Go play some golf or something. Yeah. And you know, and you know what? If you have a if you have a relationship with the salesman, but you don't want the manager, then just simply ask the salesman. Do you mind introducing me to the manager? The yeah. manager is going to be more than happy to oh, sit down with you. Yep. I mean, it's it. it in the end, it all reflects uh, on on his paycheck too, and you know what he's trying to accomplish for his goals for the store. So he's happy to sit down with anybody. And that's this. This might sound like it's tailored more to a larger contractor, you know, but this goes for some of you smaller guys out there too. You know, your business is just as important to you as a larger contractor's business is to them. This is still what's putting food on your table. And if you, if you can go in and talk to a salesman or the manager and have like a well thought out plan of what your goals are and why you need to be at certain prices for certain things, but not be at certain price for other things, I guarantee you they're going to, they're going to work with you and they're going to, you know, who's to say that in two years, you're not one of the bigger contractors that they have. Well, exactly. I mean, all these bigger guys started out as smaller guys once. Yep. How did they? How did they get there? They had to have had some help. I mean, that's just the way it is. They had to have had distributors that were willing to to partner up with them in in their quest for success. So, 
Yeah, having that talk's got that's important. Yep. And you know what? And as we're down at work, as we're down at work, we actually have a few contractors that come in, and they've gotten to the point now. I mean, they've the talks been had, and right. there's a friendship formed, and they'll just stop by just to sit down and shoot the breeze yeah, for a while. That's great. You know, and it's good. And and one in particular, I'm thinking of, uh, is down at work today, and he called from Texas, and he's down there trying to drum up some work, and we're up here in Utah, and. And he said, you know, many jobs I get down here, I just plan on running the jobs through you guys. I just want to get the parts from you guys. I know you guys will give me good pricing. You've treated me fairly. Yeah, it's, you know, we're further away. Uh, you know, it's 17 hours, he said, to drive down there, but he's willing to do it. You know? It's and because so, of that relationship that's been built. It, exactly. It's a partnership. There's that not that tension there, that competition, like one guy's going to, you know, he's out to get the other guy. Yep, so. he's not shopping all the time. So for, for all you contractors out there, that's uh, that's the top three things that you can do. Pick your partner, commit to that partner, and then, you know, have the talk. And if the talk doesn't go so well with that one, then obviously reevaluate and find one that's going to be a better fit for you. Yeah, not everybody's the best fit. That just doesn't work all the time. Nope. Uh, so... One of them's out, and you know what? There's usually several parts houses in each town. That's you know, sure. they can go out and find somebody else that will take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. So from the distributor side, if there's any distributors out there, out there listening, uh, we've got three three things for you also, and uh, you know, obviously you contractors listen in because you're you're listening to uh, you know some top secret things here that. You know your distri- <laughs> your distributors are going to know about, but <clears throat> but the number one thing that I think the distributors can try to remember is that, and we kind of already mentioned this, but it's more than a sale. You know, when a cost- customer walks in your door, you know they come to your counter. They're they're there to get the things that they need to put food on their table. You know, they're just like you are. They're, they're just trying to make ends meet and, and put food on their table. Um, and so you need to remember that they're a person, you know, they're, they're not just a sale because you don't know what the potential value is, um, of that customer, you know, of that client, they, they might yes. only buy, be buying a hundred dollars today, but next week they might bring you a $50,000 job. You know, and that and that is tough sometimes. Uh, speaking from experience, to to do because sometimes you do get people come in and and most of the time I'm I'm not I guess not so many much on the contractors in particular, but sometimes you get people coming in and they don't really know what they're doing. Those ones are tough. Yeah. Those, those ones are tough sometimes. It is spend, some some of the walk in guys, but you spend an hour working on something for fifty bucks, but. You never know either. You just never know when that might come back, and maybe their fifty bucks turns into four or five thousand dollar house that right. they're building for themselves. So even on that, you know. Well, and we've had instances where somebody's walked in, pretty grumpy, you know, very kind of <laughs> I don't know what you know how else to really describe it, but you know, and they want something that's twenty dollars. Well, it it's turned around and six months, six to eight months later, they end up being in your top three customer base, you know, and it's simply, you know, simply you just, 
didn't have a chance to get to know them that well and just realize that they're not being grumpy. That's just who they are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of times people are just hesitant when they come in. They, yeah. You know, they're a little bit nervous or kind of out of their element walking into a new place and they don't know what to expect. And, you know, if they're, if they're, if that's reciprocated by the salesman behind the counter, then it does cause some tension. So, right. But yeah, yeah, I guess you you just have to realize that there are people trying to do their best, and we're trying to do our best. And if we can look at it as more than just money, yeah, yep, then that's where the relationships can start to form. But boy, that's the quickest way. I mean, I'll tell a quick little story here. Just I remember when I before I came down to work with John doing electrical, I was selling insurance, and. To be frankly honest, I I wasn't that great at it. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> it takes was, a special but, person to be good at insurance. <laughs> I mean, I I did okay, you know, but it was, uh, you know, as things wore on, it wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be, and uh, that's how it was. It started almost. You, you needed sales. I worked on commission, and you start looking at things, going, "I've got to have a sale." Yeah. Yep. I got to well, have some fun. money. That, that takes the fun right out of it, and all of a sudden, it's the relationships aren't there like they should be, you know? Yeah. Yep. You're, you're disappointed when somebody walks out and you haven't sold them anything and you can't, you have a hard time realizing they may come back in the future and do more business with you. So, yep. But for right now, it just, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you got to maintain a good attitude about it. So after you, after you realize that, after you realize that they're more than just a sell, if you realize that they're, they're there to do their job. Uh, that can kind of help you move into, you know, probably the most, probably the most important thing. And we kind of joked around about this earlier, but you know, what do they actually need? Uh, and that's where this re- whole relationship thing comes into is, do you know your customers well enough to know exactly what they're going to be coming in for? You know, relatively close to how, I mean, obviously there's, most of the distributors out there have computers out there that have programs that tell them roughly, you know, how much of whatever they should have on the shelf. Sure. But, but do you know, you know, do you know your customers well enough to be able to have on the shelf the majority of what they need? And the other question is, do you have a good enough relationship with them to where if you don't, then they maybe were willing to wait for a day for you to get it. Yeah, thinking of uh, our top customer right now, you know, we've been doing business with him long enough now that uh, he calls in and you pretty much have an idea what what he's calling in about. And not only that, is, is, it's gone to the point now where he, as he talks about things, uh, even if he doesn't know like there's been times when he's he's talked about things and he's talking about one thing, but you know he's talking about another. yeah he's talking about something else yeah you know and so you've just done business with him long enough and have that good enough relationship that you know what he's talking about right. even if he you know if, and even this if he's guy, not a hundred percent sure <laughs> yeah and this guy in particular he gets pretty stressed out and he has a lot going on and he uh, sometimes gets going along and he's forgetting to tell you stuff or else he's telling you one thing that. He doesn't mean, and you just get it right. You just know what he's talking about, yep, and so yep. he's happy about it, and and he just continues to bring in lots of business. 
So yeah, just just learn what they need. I mean, get that relationship, you know, learn what they need. And if that's that's the other thing, you know, once you figure out what they need, if you're not stocking it, then get it on the shelf. And that's what we've had to do with this guy is we had to learn because it was what he was buying was kind of a new newer to us anyways. Yeah. And so it was kind of a new learning curve of for us to know exactly what it was, but then you get it on the shelf. And there's know? I bet we've probably I mean probably 20 to 30 items I would guess yeah. we've brought in just in particular for him. But then as the old saying goes, if it's if you don't have it, you can't yeah, sell you it. You can't so, sell it. That's exactly right. You know, and he's buying it, but you have it on the shelf and you know he's going to purchase it, but then it's just an opportunity to sell it to other people. Right. You know, and you don't want to bring in stuff that's just going to sit there and collect dust. That doesn't do you any good. I mean, that, that just ends up been, costing you more money. Exactly. That money could have been used to purchase something else that is going to be bought by your customers. But, you know, somebody's asking you to bring something. That's the other thing is, you know, I think a lot of times contractors, they expect you to have stuff on the shelf that they're using. So, right. you know, they're going to go somewhere else if you don't. So. As a as a distributor, you've got to pay attention to that. It, it's willing to. I mean, it's worth bringing in some things that you haven't stocked before if that's gonna if that's gonna drive the business with a particular customer. Yeah, you know yeah. The, those two or three things that they consistently aren't getting from you, they're gonna go and get it from somebody else. Yep, yep. And if somebody else can stock everything that they need, then they don't have to go to two supply houses. Yeah. Guess who's gonna become the partner? <laughs> exactly. Guess who they're yeah. gonna choose as the partner. And so so very, very important to know what your customers need, and sometimes that's tough. Sometimes it's tough to figure that out, especially if they have if they haven't done their part that we've already talked about and committed to a parts right. house. Yep. If they're running around getting all these different parts at different places, then that's a that's a tough way to do business. So it, it really is, and that's where you need to just for you distributors. It's going to be just like for the contractors. The last thing that you need to do is have that talk. You know, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to know how to help them the most, then talk to them. And I've noticed with a couple of talks that I've had with guys that same thing, they don't really know what they, what they really want, you know? <laughs> and so it's, it's almost a training process for both sides. Um, you know, you have to know what you want as a distributor and then on the flip side, as a contractor, you'd have to know what you want, but it's almost like you have to train each other. I, I, I remember listening to a business consultant talk about something like this, and he, uh, he was a you know, really good salesman, and he really knew how to, how to get the job done. And he, uh, he told a story about there was a restaurant that he really wanted to get into, and it was, it was always full. But what he did was he figured out how to, quote, unquote, train the the guy who took reservations. And so whenever he called, he was actually able to get a table whenever he called because he was able to make that relationship with the door guy. And he was able to train, basically train him to always have something available whenever he called, you know. And that's, you know, that's kind of what you need to do with whether you're a distributor, whether you're a contractor, you kind of need to train each other, but not do it in a way where you're fighting against each other. Yeah, and that's true. And, you know, one thing that is nice about 
most distributors, I, I I know ours is, is that one of the things you have to do every year as the manager is you have to set goals and yep. they're reviewed right. by your superiors and and that is a tough thing for a lot of contractors. Most of them are, you know, have their own businesses and they're struggling just to make ends meet and maybe goals like that goal setting is is not a part of their business plan. Maybe they don't even have a business plan like you right, mentioned. Right. So, yeah, that is probably more a learning curve on their side even because a lot of these bigger companies, distributor companies, they they're going to line you out one way or another. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, but it is definitely a learning curve between distributor and customer. So but it can all work out. It can all, I mean, that partnership, you form good partnerships and both parties succeed. And that's, that's ultimately the goal. You know, these guys that are just seem to be in it to stick it to somebody all the time. That's, that's not good for anybody because eventually you're going, you're going to go down too. you know, if that's well, how you and, treat and, people and, and do business. Exactly, and you you get somebody like that that comes in, and you know darn well that they're coming in just trying to to be as cheap as possible. Yep, and yep. you know they're all in it for themselves. Well, you don't want to help them. You just don't want to help oh, yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's on the other side too. You go into a store to buy parts, and you can tell that the guy really doesn't care behind the counter to help you. You're not going to come back. Yeah, you're not going to come back. Find it somewhere else. So that you know that. You, that that reminds me of a story that we encountered a couple of years ago <clears throat> where we had a contractor who the year before, so I think it was 2012, he had spent a total of maybe $300 with us, three, $400 <laughs> with us. Oh, yes. And uh, we'll just call this guy Tom. <laughs> and uh, a good name for yeah, him. Yeah, that's a great, great name for him. <laughs> Um, but anyways, he bought a, a little tiny load center, you know, like a, a six space load center. And when he pulled out of the parking lot, he had left it on the bed of his, on the side of his truck or something. And it fell out and he ran over it. Well, he brought it back and wanted us to replace it. I mean, like I say, he had spent three, $400 a year before buys this $60 load center and wants us to replace it for free. And when I told him, no, I wouldn't do it. He flipped and, you know, said how we don't know anything about customer service and how yada, yada, yada. And, you know, we suck, whatever. Well, had he been one of our good customers that actually partnered with us, because this is one of those guys that he absolutely shopped at the cheapest place possible. And I guarantee you, he was buying stuff off the internet that was probably counterfeit stuff to put in. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I mean, but had he had he built a relationship with us and been a partner with us, you know, I would have no problems re- absolutely replacing that for even one of our good customers that was doing twenty thousand dollars a year. You know, well, and that, and that does it, happen. I mean, yeah. that's happened. A, that's happened a lot where we've helped people out like yeah. that because they, you know, they're good people and and we understand mistakes happen sometimes. You and know? that's that's it for us and. You know, maybe we're weird, but it doesn't. We try, anyways. It doesn't matter what dollar amount you spend with us. We try to accommodate anywhere we can to help out. Yeah, and and that's the other thing is you know this the this distributor that we work for has a unique system, but our paycheck is dependent upon our profit in our store, and so 
it does, you know, we we do that, and that comes right out of our paycheck. Yeah. In a sense. So, but we're willing to do that. We're willing to do that for people who are genuine, and you can tell that they're genuine about it. And, Absolutely. You know, that have formed those partnerships with us. It's a lot harder to do that for somebody like this who. <laughs> he's all, yeah, he's only coming to you because he had no other option. Really. Exactly, and at the same time, his reputation precedes him because he's he's well known throughout at least our area as, <laughs> as being a poor as a poor electrician. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And everybody's having to clean up after him. So you know, it it, it shines through. Yeah. So. Yep. So just remember that, guys. Just remember that it does. It absolutely shines through. So. So just to recap on this for uh, you know for the electrician for the electrical contractors out there, pick your partner and then commit to that house and make sure that you have that talk with them to to make sure that you guys are on the same team, have the same goals, and want to accomplish the same things. And if you are a distributor on that side, just remember that you know your customer is more than just a sell. They're out there. They're out there trying to provide a living and do the best they can. Make sure you you know what they need, and this is all going to come by having the talk as well. So, if you really want to, if you really want to build a strong business, you've got to pick those core customers or core distributors that you want to work with, and uh, and make sure that that you guys are on the same page and want to accomplish the exact same thing. So. Yeah, I I agree 100%, and seeing it from both sides, that's the best way to do it. You partner up and you help each other out, and, and in the end, it's a win-win for both of you. Right, absolutely. Well, guys, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap this up for you today. Uh, John and I, you know, I appreciate John coming on today, and I think it's been a good uh, good test run, and and uh, if time permits, then I think we might uh, continue doing this, but. What I'd like to know is I'd, I'd like to see and get some feedback from you guys out there that are, that are actually listening to this. And so if you are listening to this, this is my request from you. Um, either hit the Instagram, electricians underscore library, and uh, give me a shout out. Let me know that you heard episode 16 with John Muir. And, or you can head over to facebook.com forward slash electricians library. And I'm gonna post. Uh, I'm gonna post this up there, and leave me a comment there, and let me know what you think about the format with the uh, with the co-host situation versus the versus the uh, solo type deal. And uh, I want your feedback. I want to know who's out there. I want to interact with you. I want to have conversations with you. And know what what else we can do to to help you out and uh, increase your increase your education, but also make it entertain, you know, somewhat entertaining and uh, enjoyable to listen to. So anyways, make sure and, uh, you know, leave me some feedback. I'm really interested to see what you guys think. So, you know, and another thing you might add to that, uh, is obviously this has been a little bit longer than some of the other pod podcast uh, episodes you've had. So that might be another thing too. Do they like the longer yeah, length? Yeah, do we absolutely. need to shorten this down if we do this again or Yep. Good question. Do you like it more around the 20 to 30 minute range or do you like it more? It looks like we're sitting right about 40, 45 minutes right now. So do you like the longer format better? That would probably be a better question to ask. So anyways, um, thanks guys. Thanks John for coming on. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, it's um, been fun. I appreciate you letting me come on. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna, you know, give this a give this a little more, a uh, little more, a few more shots in the future. And uh, but please, please give us some feedback. So, anyways, Buzz Nation, thanks for tuning in to episode sixteen, and we will catch you next week. But uh, until then, stay grounded.